So you are really struggling with a Bible study. You are just busy and you're overwhelmed. And no matter what you do, you can't seem to just stick with it and get it done. And you're not really sure what to do. I totally understand that. I have been there so many times before. And so today I want to talk about Bible study struggles, um, and not just the struggles, but also how we can fix it and how we can overcome it. Welcome to the Hope for the Weary Christian Woman podcast, the go-to podcast for the Christian woman walking through suffering and hard times. I am so glad that you're here. Do you want a relationship with God that's deep, real, and intimate? Do you wish that you could fully trust God's plans and process and rely on Him through all things and believe all of His promises? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. This is a show for the Christian woman who is struggling to trust God fully because life is so stinking hard. And maybe, like me, you felt like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. You can find strength, peace, and hope in a closer relationship with God when everything in your life seems to be going wrong. How do I know that? Because I've done it. Hey there, I am Latoya Edwards. I am your Christian spiritual growth mindset and life coach and a proud single mom of four boys. And over the last two decades, I have walked through more suffering and trials than I could ever tell you. In fact, there was a time when I was sure that God had forgotten all about me. He didn't. I was just weary from all the hard stuff. But I've come through it all with a fearless faith and a close relationship with him. And if that sounds like something you need to, you are in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peace-filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get started. So before we get started, I have a little confession to make. I know I said that we we're going to talk about Bible study struggles, but actually uh, the the things I'm going to share in today's episode actually apply for any part of your spiritual growth and your faith, not just Bible study. Okay, so today we're going to share talk about um, seven reasons that you're struggling with Bible study or prayer or whatever it is that you're struggling with when it comes to your faith. And then we're also going to talk about how to fix it. Okay, so the first thing that I want to start off with is that you're just too busy. We are a culture that really praises busy. And the busier you are, like the better it seems to be, except that's not true. Um, you know, that the quote going around that if the devil can't make you sin, he'll just make you busy. Um, it's so true because we are so busy doing all the things, serving, working, volunteering, helping, cleaning, cooking, parenting, um, being a good friend, being a good spouse, all of these things that we often don't have time for God. We don't have time to be in our Bible. We don't have time to pray. And we don't have time to serve. We don't have time to even go to church sometimes, right? We're so busy that we're we're skipping out on fellowship and gathering together. So the solution, of course, to busy is something called time management and margin, okay? We have to prioritize Bible study or whatever we're doing to grow our faith, whatever we're doing for God, we've got to make that a priority. Okay. It's got to be priority numero uno in our lives and we need to protect that time. So that might mean that you don't go to the birthday party or the sporting event on Sunday because you and your family are going to go to church. Maybe that means that you're going to go to an earlier service 
right? You're going to get everybody up and out the door so you can go to that first service on Sunday um, so you can take care of that and make sure that that's getting done before you go do other things. I don't know what that looks like for you, but whatever busy looks like for you, I want to encourage you to stop and evaluate what you are doing and just ask God to show you what is the best use of your time um, because a lot of times the things that we are doing are good, um, but good is not best and God knows what's best. And so we can just seek God and ask him to just show us like, what is it that you really want me to do with my time? What is it that I need to get rid of? Is there something that I need to step down from? Um, because you've got to, you got to spend time with God. Like you just, you need to, because it's going to make all of the other things that you're trying to do with your life that much easier. So the second thing is related to the too busy thing. It's just, you're too tired. Okay. And we're too tired because we're too busy and we're not prioritizing rest. Okay. And, and I, I speak as a person that struggles with rest all of the time. You can't serve from an empty cup. And I know that we hear this a lot, but if you are so exhausted from doing all the things for all the people that you don't have time for God, you're doing too much. Okay. You're doing too much. And it's time to like empower those people in your life to do some of their own stuff. Uh, maybe it's time to step down for some things. It's time to cut back, but you've got to figure out how you can have rest, okay? On the seventh day of creation, God rested. And he means for us to have regular Sabbath, regular rest as well. We need it. God knows we need it. We know we need it, but it's time to really put forth an effort to make that happen. The next struggle that I see often is a lack of motivation. And man, like, this is so hard, okay? I struggle with this as well. Motivation is really, really hard um, because it builds and you have to actually get started in order to get to the motivation and then the motivation will grow. Um, so it's kind of like pushing a rock uphill. It's really hard to get going. Um, but if you can get it going, eventually... Um, you know, you're able to maintain that. And so the reason that I usually see a lack of motivation is because what we're doing feels like a chore. Like, like it's that we have to do this, not that we are looking forward to doing this, not that we get to do it. It's just, it's a chore. And so if something feels like a chore, you're probably not going to want to do it. So we need to find ways to make things fun and make it exciting. And I'm not talking about like turning church into like a performance and a concert. Like that's not what I mean when I say exciting, but I mean, maybe you need to try something new. Maybe you need to go outside for your prayer time instead. Maybe you need to pick up Bible journaling and be creative in your expression and what you're learning with the Bible, but like mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um, the other thing that I see from no motivation is laziness. Um, we just, we're just lazy, right? If something requires work, if it requires effort from us, we're like, yeah, that's too hard. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, we got to do better. Um, hard does not mean impossible. And, you know, we have to work at things to be good at them. Um, and just like you have to not be afraid to put forth effort into something. Okay. Um, the other thing is that we just don't want to. Um, some of us just have a really bad case of just don't want to. Um, my three-year-old has a really bad case of just don't want to. That's become his favorite phrase um, lately um, is I just don't want to. So when you are in a position where you just don't want to, uh, do it anyway. <laughs> That's the only answer that I have for you. If you just don't want to, do it anyway. And do it until you want to do it. Um, there are so many times where I have just not wanted to spend time with God. But I got up. 
and I got my butt in my chair and I got my Bible out and I got my journal out. And about two minutes in, right, that don't want to went away. So don't get stuck in that don't want to. It's a trap. Um, and you can overcome that just with a little bit of little bit of willpower for that few minutes of just getting started. Okay. Just, you know, if I can just do two minutes, right, then I'll call myself done. And usually those two minutes will turn into five minutes or 10 minutes. Um, but they'll be a lot longer than two minutes. Okay. So the other thing is now I've talked about being too busy, too tired, no motivation. The other thing is that we're distracted. Um, and this can be distracted because we're too busy. It can be distracted because we're tired or it's just like we're distracted because we're not the only people that live at our homes. Okay. My family is probably my biggest distraction when it comes to my time with God, because it seems like the second that mommy sits down with her Bible and things and I'm ready to have some time with God, somebody needs me or World War III breaks out in my house because my kids have decided that they don't like each other for the moment. So distractions are sometimes unavoidable. And we need to learn to just roll with the punches, okay? There are things that you can do to kind of set your up yourself up so that distractions aren't as big of a problem. But sometimes, like, you just got to roll with it, okay? I like to encourage my clients that I work with um, for coaching, you know, to think ahead about what those distractions are and make a plan for it. So if my child comes and interrupts me, like, I'm going to have some books for them and they can sit next to me quietly while I finish what I'm doing. Um, you know, if I, you know, don't finish my chores for the day, I'm not going to sit where I can look at the pile of dirty dishes in my kitchen because then I'm going to want to clean the kitchen instead of spending my time with God. So those kind of things. All right. And if you like want some help with that, like I can totally help you with that. You <laughs> like in some, in some coaching, I can help you brainstorm, um, what your attractions are, but also some solutions on what you can do to overcome them. So the other uh, reason that we struggle with our Bible study is that we forget, I'm totally guilty of this, right? I go through my whole day and I'm climbing into bed. And I'm like, wait, did I read my Bible today? Nope, I didn't. I totally forgot, all right? So one way to not forget is to, one, make it a regular like part of your routine, a regular part of your day. And you can also just set reminders for yourself. Put reminders on your phone for when you want to spend time with God so that you don't forget. Jar yourself kind of out of your regular everyday routine um, and like, oh, what's that alarm going off for? Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be taking this time to pray. So there's all kinds of things that you can do to keep yourself from forgetting. Now, another really, really big struggle that I see when it comes to Bible study or prayer or anything else dealing with your faith is that we don't know how. We're afraid to do it wrong. We don't know where to start. Or we feel like scripture is just too hard to understand. If this is you, first know that you're not alone, okay? Second, it's easy to learn. Um, third, wrong's kind of relative, right? And even if you are doing it wrong, and I probably don't think you are, um, the more time that you spend with God, the more chance he is given to straighten that out with you. I promise. Anytime that somebody tells me that they're afraid that they're going to pray the wrong thing, I tell them to pray anyway, because trust me, Holy Spirit will work out all the kinks with your prayers while you're praying. So don't worry about that. All right. So reason number seven that you might be struggling with Bible study is that you don't really have a relationship with God or the flip side of that is that you're just not interested in the correction that comes with spending time with God. I am totally guilty of that second thing 
of trying to avoid correction and conviction by avoiding God. Um, I mean, you would think that I would have read the story of Jonah and know that that never works out. But yeah, sometimes we don't come to God because we already know that we're messing up. We already know what he's asked us to do and we know that we're not doing it and we don't want to deal with the discipline or the correction that we know is coming. If that's you, I'm gonna need you to put your big girl pants on, go get your lumps, <laughs> go get that correction, okay? Go get pruned, right? Go get you know disciplined and just keep moving forward because God corrects us because he loves us and he doesn't want us to stay in these unhealthy or sinful patterns and habits because he knows where that leads. It doesn't lead to anywhere that's good for us. And he's a good father. And so he's going to correct us just like we would correct our own children if they were doing things that were not okay. Okay. If you have no relationship with God, can I encourage you to just pick up your Bible and get started? I know that it's a really hard to be consistent with digging into the word of God when you don't know the God that you're reading about, but you know how you get to know the God? You read about the God in the scripture that you've been avoiding because you don't know him. I know that seems really like simplistic and it is and it isn't. Relationships require time. The more time that you spend with God, the more time that you spend seeking to know him and seeking to understand him, the stronger that your relationship will be. Now, before we wrap up, I actually have an eighth reason why you might be struggling with Bible study that I'm saving for last. And here we go. Number eight, reason why you might be struggling with Bible study or prayer or just connecting with God in general. You are trying to do something that does not fall in line with the way God created you. And here's what I'm talking about. I am extremely introverted. I have a really strong gift of empathy, and I'm also a highly sensitive person. If you don't know what those words mean, Google it, you'll get an answer. But if you are a highly sensitive introvert, I feel like you know that you're a highly sensitive introvert, and you're probably falling into this trap that I fell into for a really, really, really long time. And it's that we are trying to connect with God in prayer and scripture and all these other things in a way that does not line up with how we were created. If you are an introvert, you are likely going to not really truly connect with God and do well in settings where you're around a lot of people or where there's a lot of noise or there's a lot of like social interaction and you've got to be on the whole time, okay? So confession time. Church on Sundays and Wednesdays are not times where I feel super connected with God. I used to think that that meant that there was something wrong with me. There's not. I am just not built to connect with God in large groups of people. It takes so much energy for me to just be in those settings with lots of people that I don't really have any energy left to connect with God. Does that mean that I don't go? Absolutely not. Does it mean that I don't serve or that it's not beneficial? No, it's just if I am desiring to feel close to God and to like really grow my relationship, I know for me, that's not gonna happen at church with all those people. And that's fine. 
Okay, you've got to understand how God has uniquely made you to connect with him. And I've said this before on the podcast, but a lot of church and a lot of things about growing your faith and being a Christian is very, very extrovert focused. It's very much about people and like engaging with people and having conversations and and going out and doing this and doing that and doing and da 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 And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not built that way. And if you're not built that way, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with you. You just have to take the time to figure out how God made you to connect with him. So I'm gonna give you an example, okay? If you are an introvert and you are struggling with your Bible study, Stop and think, are you trying to study your Bible in a large group of people? Are you in a group that's studying the Bible together? If that's the case, that might be why you're struggling so much. Because as an introvert, you most likely like to think deep, which means that you need lots of time to reflect and process and really kind of get your thoughts together before you can actually engage and share that with a group. And group settings are not always conducive to that. Um, there's time constraints, right? There's just a lot of things going on. So I want to encourage you to really get to know yourself, get to know the way God created you, and then begin to change and adjust what you are doing to connect with God based on how you've been created. I promise you that it really makes a huge difference when you're able to just be yourself, right? God created you and he also wants to have a relationship with you. He would not have done that in a way that's contrary to how he made you, okay? So trust God, trust the creator, know thyself. And once you know thyself, then you can figure out how you can best connect with God. And that will probably eliminate a lot of your struggles when it comes to your faith. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.